to another episode of Middle Ground with JLE LLC, where we treat you like family. That's the theme song, Detroit Love, off my first album, The JLE Experience, on the music copyright. This is season 10, season finale. Wow. Grinding at her in two years. We got another great guest for you today. We have Mona Lisa Lyrics, LLC, mompreneur, dadpreneur sponsor, and Journey of Ascension with Poise Healing and Jewelry CEO, Kiara Chapman. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you for doing it. Let's get right to it. First question, what led you to this path? Led me to this path. Well, um, it really started when, um, after I had my daughter, um, who's four years old, going on 14. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, after having her, um, and going through what I went through with her father, um, after the breakup, I got to a point where, um, like going through postpartum depression and just always dealing with depression and anxiety, I just got to a point where um, I said, I don't want to be depressed anymore. I don't want to feel anxiety anymore. So I started to look into ways to try to um, not necessarily heal them, but to deal with them better. Okay. So I started um, pretty much just going in with myself, into myself, learning more about myself. I learned that I'm a natural healer and came across Reiki. Um, so I use Reiki, um, hella, uh, meditation, uh, crystal healing, and, and things like that to help other people heal their inner child and forgive themselves and other people. Now that that's powerful because I think a lot of people have had some trauma, unfortunately, in life where that inner child has been damaged and trying to find their way back from that probably is the hardest journey for a lot of people. Yes, it definitely is especially when you go through trauma as a child. Um, me specifically, um, I've gone through um, sexual abuse when I was a child and um, it didn't really start to, well, it affected me through with my relationships, but mm -hmm. it, um, it really didn't start to actually really affect me until after I had my daughter. Um, and I, and like some things where I would just get triggered. Um, and that was another thing that kept me on this path is because I didn't want my trauma um, passed on to my. Understandable. Now, did that have an effect on, I know some people I've encountered that may have some unfortunate sexual abuse might be a little more hypersexual mm -hmm. or more outgoing in that regard. Or themselves to try to try to take back what was taken from them. Did yeah. you experience any of that? I would say not not completely. I okay. think um for me how it is for me is I would confuse sex with love. Okay. So I would think, you know, just because we're having sex, oh he loves me. This is, you know, this is we're in a relationship or whatever, but it never seemed to be that way. Um, mm -hmm. And um, going through that, um, 
multiple times, I, I'm now getting the the lesson <laughs> in that, in that I should um, give that love to myself that I try to find from, try to receive from others. Um, so I've been on that, on a self-love journey for about two years. Okay. Yeah. Now, have you forgiven that person that unfortunately did that and let go of it? Um, the thing is, it wasn't just one person. It was, it, who it was isn't necessarily clear. And I think it's um, been kept from me, but okay. with me um, going through like my healing journey, um, there's memories and things that I remember okay. that, you know, confirm things for me. So okay. I it is, I know who it was or whatever. And I'm at a place where I'm, I'm working on that. Okay. Um, I think I'm, I would say like maybe 70% there, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm working. It's just, it's a work in progress. Absolutely. And you're, you're doing phenomenal to get to where you are from that. Thank you. Experience. Have you thought about counseling or done it already? Yeah, I'm actually in therapy um, currently. Um, I started my healing journey on my own, and then um, I've been in therapy for about a year now. Awesome. Um, so yeah, and it's definitely been helping me keep track of um, like the levels of my depression and anxiety mm -hmm. uh, as well. So I, I'm definitely an advocate for therapy. <laughs> yeah, and it definitely helps you unpack a lot of that trauma because. I mean, went to Cooley High School in Metro Detroit. There was always shootings. That probably left a lot of trauma on us. Mm -hmm. um, made sure we got out of school for the day a lot. Yeah. You know, any type of trauma someone's been through, we kind of tuck it away instead of unpacking it and dealing with it. We going to seek therapy to talk with someone and address it. Because someone's like, ah, man, I'm tough. I'm all right. No, it's all say That still got you shook. You, you, have, you wake up at night. Having nightmares with that. Yeah. Or you might just get lost in the moment of reliving that thing. And it's okay to get the help because they have a national line that I got across screen, 988, where a mental health professional will help you because ever since COVID, we now talk about mental health is something that's real. Oh, yeah. How you've been through needs to be dealt with. And it's courageous, manly, and womanly to go get that help compared to trying to ridicule someone that does. Mm hmm. You know, it's, we all need someone. I mean, you can pray about it, but you need that extra help too. They both go hand in hand. Yeah. You know, the that, fact that you can speak on it, you are a phenomenal woman. It's thank some you. Some people are still stuck in that loop of it, and their yeah. life is not where it should be, unfortunately. And you know what? I think for a while I was in that loop too because, um, because like having the memories, and I think mm -hmm. some people might um, uh, resonate with this, having those memories of what happened to you, but then being gaslighted by family members about what happened or what have may happened, uh, especially after you get older and you try to talk about it and mm -hmm. you know, you try to get the runaround and nobody's confirming. Don't, don't, shh. that's our dirty secret. Shh. 
And unfortunately, it really happens. It's it's a lot of families with with these kind of secrets. And excuse me. And um, I definitely just probably the last. I mean, I would tell people who were close to me, you know, here and there, but I wouldn't necessarily be open to talk about it. But I think in the last like six months, I've been more open to like share my story um, with people because, and I find that a lot of people either went through similar situations and, mm -hmm. and um, I think it's a kind of healing to be able to hear somebody else speak their truth and kind of inspiring to like, you know, help others speak up. Absolutely. I know my first book I wrote, to help others be inspired, God put on me to put in there in uh, a week in my junior year of high school, I attempted suicide. I'm never telling nobody about that. I wrote about it in one of my songs, but you know, a song is that long. But a book, yeah. Hey, you put that down. I'm like, I ain't, I ain't doing that though. But you know, really? God, you gotta get on your head like Moses, like, you better do that work, boy. And I found myself now where I've done some shows talking about it. Because your story might help someone else that you don't even know or realize been watching and they hear those things, they might be dealing with something like that or something else tough that well, if they're brave enough to talk about and deal with it and get through it, I could do it. And I can go seek the help I need. Definitely. So it's definitely, it's definitely amazing that you can share I got to finally share because I'm stubborn. <laughs> Aren't we all? It was one of them. Man, you, better, you better come on. Put in that book, boy. Do it. Publish it. Like, I ain't publishing nothing, dog. Man, yeah. They going to know that about me. Like, hey, all right. End of the day, you, you trump me. I'll put it out there. And it did help someone that I, I know on Instagram. So that kind of got me out of my way to realize your story is to help others without you realizing something. Yeah. Now, what made you come up with your name for the company? Since we're poised here in the jury. Um, so to be honest, I'm a singer songwriter. Um oh, snap. So, yeah, so I, I I was gonna use Ascension with Poise as a title for one of my projects. Okay. But then, huh, this would actually be a pretty cool it would go it goes with the purpose of my business. Okay. Um, yeah. Now, what services do you offer with your company? So I offer um, Reiki sessions, Reiki and meditation sessions. Um, these, I do them over the phone and through Zoom. Um, and I also, offer energy readings as well. Um, yeah, and you can find all of that on my website. Um, you can book on my website at um, www.awphealingllc.com. A-W-P-Healing-L-L-C? Mm-hmm, dot com. that cross screen too? Yeah. Um, so for the session, the Reiki and meditation sessions, I do, um, I like to look at Reiki and, and meditation as therapy. So um, 
I offer bulk sessions. So basically you would do one-time payment for either two, four, or eight sessions and clients schedule them out however they need um, over however long of a period of time they need because I know everybody's schedule is different. Um, so yeah, those those are uh, some options there. Okay. And how long has your business been established? It's been established since, um, it's been three years, going on three years now. Okay. That's awesome. Thank you. Now, how did you become a sponsor for Mona Lisa, Mompreneur, Dapreneur? How did you get involved with that? Um, I actually was in Detroit back in May, I do believe. Um, I met her at another event that I was um, vending at because um, I sell crystal jewelry and uh, resin art jewelry and paintings. Um, so I, I went down there for the first time actually to vend at um, an, a Divas event. And um, I ran and I, I met Mona Lisa and um, she liked my product and my business um, and everything like that, what I was, um, what I was doing. And she um, offered me to be a sponsor for the, um, the tour. Okay. And how have you liked it so far? So far, so good. I, um, I really enjoyed, uh, I enjoyed the, the journey. I'll say, well, it's a, it was a journey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I feel that. Yeah. I mean, she's a guest to my show and what she out here doing is phenomenal. Yes, definitely. Now, how long have you been a singer-songwriter? For about like eight plus years now. Okay. Um, I'm self-taught mostly, but um, I was in choir in like elementary school and then in high school um, for about four years which I think helped me develop my tone. And then after that, I just started, um, cause I, I taught myself guitar. Um, oh, nice. You no. Know, um, and I just started like, uh, like when I moved back out, I, I went to high school in Cleveland, Ohio. And then when I moved back to Pittsburgh, um, that's when I started like doing performance shows. Um, in uh, competitions and things like that when I got here and then just started um, continue like recording and writing and um, okay. yeah. Are you released something yet? I have, um, I do have a four song EP on all platforms. Um, it's called Shadow Work. Shadow Work? Yes. And um I do have a couple other um, songs that are, weren't a part of that project, but they're on um, YouTube and on all platforms as well, um, on Spotify. And then um, I also have 
like older music, like when I first started um, <laughs> recording myself on SoundCloud. So I have a little oh, bit of wow. <laughs> Now, what's your stage name? K Melody. Melody? Yes. Uh, I think I found you. Let me see, did I find you? In the shadow. Shadow. Shadow work. Yeah, it's a four song EP. Oh, that's somebody else, ain't you? Oh, okay. Like the Chinese language, like, who the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> like, what is that? K dot E L O D I. K dot L O D Y. M E L O D Y. I, sorry. Oh, the I. Mm hmm. Huh? Try that. I mean, the first time I recorded, man, that stuff was horrible. <laughs> I also happened to be in that studio. You couldn't tell me nothing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> for me. But I, I still put it out on SoundCloud. I'm like, eh, somebody will like it. <laughs> yeah, that is the thing that someone will. You know? Yeah. And I actually kept it like all the music on my SoundCloud just because like, just to be a reminder of my growth over the years too. Cause I have, I do have a lot of music that I'm actually sitting on that I need to record and get out. <laughs> hey, I found you, shadow work. Okay, cool. Okay. I'll check you out, that's awesome. Fellow musician on the show. Yes. Now, what is your process to create music? My process. Honestly, I think I write the most when I'm going through stuff. <laughs> uh, I think I get my best songs from Heartbreak, out of Heartbreak. I don't know why. And <laughs> I and think- Maybe Jay Styles. Yeah. I mean, some awesomeness. <laughs> okay. um, so like I was, I'm like R&B soul, so I stick with like okay, love and, and stuff like that. But I think over the last few years, I've been kind of like transitioning into uh, more self-empowering music and okay. yeah, and things like that. So um, to make it a little bit more positive, um, I'm actually a part of this um, writing organization called WS. Writers of America, um, and basically, um, I've been a part of it for a year, and we do these boot camps throughout the year um, mm -hmm. where we all, and it's all through Zoom, we all get together and get into different groups, and um, we, we write to the music the producers and the group um, make, and okay. um, if it's approved by the, um, the CEO of of the um the foundation mm -hmm. um it can be shopped around in in the industry or getting can be you know um uh what's the word i'm looking for um it could be um presented to oh, wow. um, the industry there we go oh. um so yeah that working with them has helped me kind of open up to writing with others and working with others because before that 
before a year ago, I just was writing with by myself. Um, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Working my producer, it, it took a minute to get comfortable around that dude. Like, mm-hmm. I, I do music to myself. This ain't letting nobody know I even do it. Yeah. So you in here watching me work, and then I got to go in the booth with you staring at me like, this is just so weird. Exactly. I'm vulnerable. Exactly. I don't like it. <laughs> But I had to get comfortable. Like, hey, he trying to bring it, he trying to help you. So, yeah, you out your head and just do what you do. Yeah. And I've gotten better. So I couldn't yeah. write a rap for nothing. Yeah. I remember that's when he oh, first album I did, Jelly Experience. You should rap and sing, like, dude. I was doing out smoking weed, drinking. I ain't mad at the world. I'm all like, it's <laughs> in you. You can do it. I'm like, man, this cat tripping. Mm-hmm. I know you're the gospel Dr. Dre, hip hop producer, but this dude out of his mind, I don't do that no more. I'm corporate mm-hmm. with the in a business degree. What you talking about? So first track, Jesus forgave me. I'm okay. Talking about my life story. And I'm doing the first track. I come in like you know, January 691. That's the day my childhood done. Like, I mean, the words you saying, Jeff, ain't hitting hard enough. I'm like, hey, what are you talking about? You sound kind of corny, like, oh no, he didn't call me corny. <laughs> okay, great homeboy. What you talking about? I was the cool. What you talking about? That's a bad bullets getting the, the, the high school diploma. Uh-huh. They had talked to myself like Jeff. When you were smoking weed drinking all the time back in high school, you was bumping Pac all day. <laughs> Rapping, learning how to rap to him. He won't pop without the cussing. Uh-huh. All right, I got you, dog. So if you, if you ever check out Jesus Forgave Me, the first verse, I was upset. <laughs> like, you're going to give me my respect, man. And then like, there we go. Like, you need that passion. Like, they See, do that. I thought rap was so simple. There's more to it than this. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Writing the song, that's simple. Yeah. I mean, you know, Babyface is my mom's. I come up with a chorus. Just fill in the blank with the, to me, I looked at the verses at the build up to the chorus. Mm-hmm. Well, I know it's his music, but definitely had to pull up the rhyming zone. Sign it. They got that on website. We're using this word underground. What words work with it? Like, wow, you really tell a story with rhymes. Okay. Respect. Mm-hmm. There's a lot put into this. Then you got to wrap it right. So it flow like, oh my God, these dudes are phenomenal. Yeah. I'm, then they just drinking and smoking weed, just getting there, blah, blah, blah. They got a hit. Like, no, nah, it's more word than that. It is. And I definitely learned too that like you can't do it by yourself. You do need a team and connections are definitely important if it is like if music is something that you want to pursue, like as an either an independent artist or whatever, you know. And they got more outlets for you to get your stuff out here too. Yeah. You know, we can really do your thing. Mm-hmm. But I do remember I made something back in was it oh one? Toy around and I just like man, you couldn't tell me I wasn't hot like fire. I'm hanging with the homies. Jeff, you got too much going on, man. This don't sound like man, y'all just hate it because y'all ain't musicians. You don't know. You hating on my greatness. <laughs> yeah, it ain't hitting, man. Like, man, call little girl. She'll tell you, like, man, I'm gonna call her. She got my of course. Nah, it don't sound right. Like, oh damn. Mm-hmm. He told you. So I can hear all the cracky joke, like. Y'all got an hour to sass, but after that, I'm coming for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but looking back on it, like they had a point. They yeah. had a point. But you gotta learn, you gotta find your niche when you make the music. 
You definitely Once you find it. Just keep honing it. Yeah. You make that fire. Oh yeah. Never too. Um, never can. Uh, what's that thing? Um, oh, there's always more to learn. Oh man, absolutely. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I got put more into marketing my music, but the fact both albums have had a Starbase song to me, like you, you on the right track. You go Apple Music, look at your album, and every song had a star. You doing something right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. No, I'm like okay, we almost there. Give give a little more time. We're gonna catch on. Definitely. We <laughs> out here just with the big glasses, <laughs> all shaded. Like yes, I am the artiste now. Get away from me, please. <laughs> <laughs> like he tripping. Like I had to do it for like two minutes just to see what it feel like. Yeah, <laughs> I, I need my water just a smidgen hot. Yeah, <laughs> room temp. Exactly. <laughs> we had to get together, collaborate. Awesome. Definitely, I'm open. Definitely, that'd be dope. Well, we at the point to promote and market you. The floor is yours. Promote and market me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what you got going on? Um. So right now, um. I actually have um, uh, an art, um, my first solo art exhibit that I'm having um, on the 29th of this month. My birthday was on the tw- on the 6th, but I'm also turning that into my birthday party kind of too. But um, I do have a, a, a solo art exhibit here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. That's where I'm from. I don't think I mentioned that. Um, and that's coming up. Um, I do have a performance actually, um, with a live band on the 22nd, um, here in Pittsburgh as well. Um, for my business, uh, my holistic business, Ascension with Poise Healing right now, um, I have, uh, like I mentioned before, I do have um, my uh, Reiki and meditation healing sessions um, going on available. Um, I do offer 30 minute sessions, um, 30 minute complimentary sessions for new clients as well. So that way we can get a feel for if this is something you wanna continue with um, on both sides. Okay, we got lost for a second, so repeat that one more time. Uh oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we great. I mean, devil want to be God. We slap him around. We get it. Keep going. Repeat <laughs> it one more time. We all good. Okay. Um. So, um, for my business, Ascension with Poise Healing, um, I offer thirty minutes to, um complimentary sessions for first time customers, um. Like I said before, they I can do them over the phone or we can do them in on Zoom. Um, if you're in the Pittsburgh area, um, we can possibly get together for um, in-person session, um, but those are uh, limited um, because I don't have office space at this time. But um, and then um, also, if you're interested in wire wrap crystal jewelry, um, I do abstract. Pour paint um, 
paintings. Um, I have those for sale as well on my website. Um, so you can book all of that or um, purchase from me on my website at www.awphealingllc.com. Um, you can follow me on Instagram uh, at official underscore K dot M-E-L-O-D-I um, to keep up with any events that are coming up, any performances coming up, um, and also new music that I plan to drop later this year. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> what about a book? Why is this thing with? You said a book? Mm-hmm. I do want to write a book. I've been... I've been ain't wrong. Heidi <laughs> huh? says, like, you get, there's another author on this thing. Yeah, yeah, I definitely um, am a writer. Um, I definitely want to write a story, um, write about my story. Mm -hmm. um, but I have a couple ideas. I do. Okay. I haven't started yet, so I guess that's just... You know, getting over that hump to just get started, right? No book when you do. Yeah. You had to come back and talk about it. Yeah, definitely. I also have um, a, 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 a publishing company established um, nice. that I'm establishing, rather. Um, so I'm working on that. So I definitely, I, I do have some ideas. Yeah. Okay. Anything else you got going on? Um, I do have, oh yeah, my first solo art exhibit um, on the 29th of July here in Pittsburgh. Um, I have a performance at a summer jam festival here in Pittsburgh on the 22nd, which is next Saturday. Mm -hmm. I'll be performing with the live band and also vending and selling my wire wrap crystal jewelry and art. Um, my big bro want to know, do you have a name for your book? A name? Yeah, it's called Finding My Melody. Dope. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I expect to see that become a book now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Okay. Anything else you got going on? Anything about no? Anything else? That's... Not that I can think of at the moment. Um, I've just been focusing on building, making uh, connections, networking, building network for my company and for my music as well. Um, so yeah, I'm open to collab. Any other musicians out there? Um, yeah, I'm definitely open. Yeah, I'm gonna get you my third album. Then that'd be a dope track. Oh yeah. And we gotta tell you, we can send stuff across. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're so simple now. It is. Okay. So, what has been your biggest challenge on your journey? My biggest challenge, mm -hmm. I would have to say, being hard on myself. Being hard on yourself? 
And yeah. Doug would like to know the type of music you make. Uh, I make R&B soul kind of music. I've been kind of tapping into rapping too, so. Okay. I, yeah. <laughs> so like. Man, I look at you. Kind of like Lauren Hill kind of rap kind, you know. Um, Get up here, you know, Apple Music. Yeah. On Apple Music artists. And, and melody. Got that wrong. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> All right, see that? Put that across screen. That banner. So if you go to Apple Music, I know I found her on there. She's under K. Melody with an I. Check the music out. Yeah. Also have music on SoundCloud too. Um, but that's that K. Melody music for on SoundCloud. Yeah, if you want to sample, she's on SoundCloud and Apple Music. Then I can send you some. I know on my stuff, I can share it to them. Okay. Appreciate you, Big Dutch. Watching the season 10 finale. Got a, got a multi-talented. I ain't all that I would have said singer, songwriter, author, and CEO. <laughs> you are your titles, you know what I'm saying? Try to make sure we do you right over here, brother. Bro. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> you know, we bring you out the right way. Now, in your words, what has been your impact? What has been my impact? Mm -hmm. I think my biggest impact is my compassion and empathy. For others, okay. um, no matter the situation, I like to be. Um, I don't like to get out of character um, because of my emotions. So, in any situation, I like to. Um, I don't know how to explain it. Um, hmm. Maybe stay in control. Yeah, yeah. I I can control my emotions. Um, okay. Yeah. To you. Appreciate that. Yeah, because given what you've been through and how you overcome so awesomely, that could be a trigger probably. Because, you know, Pac said it best. I had a killer, but don't push me. They be the wrong day. You just like, ah! Like, whoa, what's, what's, where'd that come from? Like, they got I stuff mean, going on, and you just, you just tap that wrong button, and they just let it out. I mean, surprisingly, <laughs> I haven't done it on anyone else. And I think because of how much I've been through, I know, mm -hmm. I just, you never know what people are going through. Um, and I'm such an understanding person. I'm actually an empath. So I feel what okay. other people are feeling. So I don't like to put people, I, uh, I'm not spiteful and try to make people feel the way I feel. Mm -hmm. um, I'm kind of the person to give it to God and let karma and the universe do its thing. Cause they can, they can think of better ways to get back <laughs> to them than I can. <laughs> and yes, you do a collaboration, big Doug. You know, as you taught me, you know, get some church shoes, you go to work. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> like them Georgia boys. Like the the big block block at the pile. Like, oh man. <laughs> Y'all got smack right people back in the day. But them shoes on. For real. But that's that's definitely awesome that you can see the situation. <laughs> yeah, you have the church shoes, brother. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. That's cool. This this be your first podcast, or you done these multiple times already? Um, I've done a few. Okay. Um, yeah, I've done a few. That's dope. Well, do I meet my mission statement where we treat you like family? Yes. Awesome. Now we have the Yoda game question. So I hope you know in the middle ground made you relax, chill, get that reflective Nietzsche type thought process. <laughs> <laughs> What advice do you have for someone trying to find their purpose? It's not about the destination. It's about the journey. The meaning, don't focus on where you're going because where you think you're going, God is definitely taking you somewhere else. <laughs> um, Man, bars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Definitely just um, when it comes to your purpose, follow your intuition and don't let others' opinions um, affect what you're supposed to do. Because mm -hmm. you're, you're given these ideas for a, pers for a purpose, for a reason. Um, to act on and because you you may be the only one to get this idea and the people around you aren't going to understand because they weren't giving the same assignment man you preaching right now boy <laughs> you are preaching <laughs> boy I, this wasn't on my radar trying <laughs> mm. to do this music thing Something in, in in school, and that's it. What? This? I, I, I'll show you how, how slow I am, because I, I, I like to make fun of myself and make somebody laugh. I never considered myself a journalist. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I was at an event, and one of our state Congress people, like, you know, you know, black journalists, we got to stick together. And I like, like, I'm a journalist? My older brother, I told him, he laughed, like, you finally said it out loud, like, I didn't consider this journalism. Like, you do the same thing they do. Mm -hmm. But this was nothing. I was in the Wayne and Cooley High paper flight freshman year. That's the only journalism expertise I got. This was none on my radar. Or at least that's what you think. Man, tell you all that <laughs> preaching because 10 seasons in two years, I was grinding like a fool. Like, damn. Over 240 episodes? What the hell? I ain't see this. <laughs> I don't like people. I gotta talk to strangers. What? Exactly. Put myself out there? Oh no, you, you tripping, God. <laughs> Stranger danger. I don't want to talk to people like that. I ain't know. You're gonna do all that good stuff. Oh damn, you, you just gotta be picking on people. Yeah. I I feel that you expect that to be your journey. No, I understand that because I'm I'm the person 
where um, I don't like to make eye contact with people because when I make eye contact with people in in public, they mm-hmm. they tell me there's <laughs> they, they and tell me their life <laughs> tell me what they had for breakfast. I'm like, God, what what is this? <laughs> but now I'm embracing it, and I know why. Um, because I'm a healer, I attract people who I'm supposed to. Even if it's just a short conversation, I'm supposed to interact with these people for a reason. So, do I want to know when was your purpose revealed to you? When was my purpose revealed? I would say um, when I first started um, like tapping into um, who I am. Like when I first found out, like I'm a natural healer, um, I I didn't believe it. Like I'm honestly, it's- <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but I ain't me. We talking about, and now I'm just like, I believe it now, and I'm standing in my purpose now, um, and I feel like because I've kept, um, I just kept going. Um, and kept wanting to learn more. And I think that's opened me, my mind up to the possibility that I was born more than, or something bigger than myself. Okay. Doug would like to know, are you spiritual or religious? I am spiritual. Um, now I did grow up as a Jehovah Witness. Um, okay. I was raised as a Jehovah Witness. Um, I did get baptized in like high school, but mm-hmm. I did it for the wrong reasons. I did it to please my mom. And okay. you got to do it for yourself. Yeah. One boy, he was a Jehovah Witness. The reason I got baptized back in '98, we used to always have Bible study, and I go ask certain pastors, church I was going to, certain stuff. I'm like, why are you talking about Lake of Fire? This, what's wrong with you? Like, man, my man, chop it up on this thing. What you mean you can't chop it up with me? You scared up? I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, it's not. I don't have anything against religion. You know, I believe that <clears throat> religion has basically the same uh, principle that there's, you know, the most high and there's a higher power, just period, and that, and I do believe in that. So, um, yeah, religions can get too much to the man-made stuff. Yeah, in my humble opinion, if you get away from love thy neighbors thyself, love God, be a blessing, all that good stuff. You know, getting too much. Well, you gotta wear white on Sunday, April first. If you ain't got the money to get it. You, mm, mm, you couldn't find right nowhere. Maybe they got a bill to pay. Yeah. In business. You know what I'm saying? We're here to help each other, right? Church supposed to be a church supposed to be a hospital. Not a place you get judged even harder. I believe that. Yeah. They're supposed to do the work. We all serve. Some of us gotta be generals and we might not like it. I was one when I was custodian of Wayne State. I, I ain't want to talk to people. Just have my headphones on, get their trash, and leave. Yeah. And start learning. You got a cool personality. Dang, I got to talk to these people now. <sighs> I can't just. 
Yeah. But that was a pastor, so you can't run from who you are. <laughs> exactly. And God is a trickster because this is ministry what I'm doing now. Like I straight said, I ain't I ain't trying to do all that. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, no, yeah, 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 Jeff, just at the bugs bunny. Yeah, yeah you're fine. Just keep going that way. Mm-hmm. Got it. You help you find a purpose. That's ministry. Yeah. Yo, slippery slope. It is. You got to help people, you know, so no one be in pain or not living like they was created to live, in my opinion. We weren't born to be in pain and hurt. We were born to love and be happy. I'd like to know how long have you been on your journey? Um, All my life. It's like, no. <laughs> All my life I had to fight. <laughs> okay. No. I'm doing this now. <laughs> you do right by me. Everything you do, my man. Hey, you see a cat like you like. Um, I think it most, I think, um, on a serious note, it, it started after I had my daughter. Um, I think it like God kicked my healing into overdrive after I had her because I'm supposed to, I'm breaking all generational curses, um, family line. And um, I'm definitely proud to say I've been definitely killing my inner child and breaking these generational curses in my family. And that's off the people watching. You might yeah. Help. You just gotta keep going. It's hard. It's not healing, shadow work. Basically, shadow work is just um, for those who don't know. Is basically when you get to the root of the problem. Like when you get triggered, you pretty much are trying to pinpoint back to the core of like when what what started that trigger, and then you get to back to that you realize, oh, okay, so it was from this situation. So I need to forgive my, myself. Oh, that, well, hopefully she will come back soon. Been a great show so far. I've heard it was a solar flare today, so might be reached for the technical difficulties. But she should be back soon. Great questions, Big Doug. It's been a great show so far. Let's hit it up real quick. So we can close it out. Well, this has definitely been an awesome season finale so far. Season 10. Wow. <laughs> you never know how the episode will go. But definitely the been a great conversation. Can't continue from last week with Kelly talking with trauma. Appreciate that, Big Doug. <clears throat> Definitely, she should be coming back on. Yeah, I, I mean, I really had a chance to think about before the show started at season 10. Wow. He's been grinding. And then when it's time, I'll be like, dang. You're on the you're on the journey. You ain't you ain't really got there yet. But my big bro, like I 
I need to know you need that spark. And we chop it up. It's always like he been there where this journey takes me. Like, man, you're going to be doing this and this. I'm like, I believe it. But it's like you just like you just left from it. Like, wow. He's bringing the right energy. Like, okay. Give me another another joke. Keep going. Keep at it. Do a little time so you can come back in so we can close it out. You know, that's why I was trying to mess up and mess it up when it's a real good conversation, but it don't matter. We, we have Bible study here, man. There she go. Sorry, my phone no just died. I was saying I should be back. No worries. Yeah, my phone just good died. Conversation, you just slap them, we keep it moving. <laughs> Ain't no problems. <laughs> Ain't nothing uh, happened. Right. <laughs> they know it's a good one. When it happened twice in the show. Right. That's all right, though. The great season finale for season 10. Definitely. Great course for Big Dud brought in. Great conversation. You're saying how you break the generous curse, which is awesome because it got to start with somebody. Yeah. Someone got to do it. And people might say stuff to you, but you just stay on your path. And they watch you. Yeah. I'm always reminded with my journey, like, you people watch what you're doing, bro. Like, man, nobody think about me. I'm just over here in my little corner doing all these little titles I got in front of my name. Like, but people mm-hmm. watch these titles and you putting stuff out like that. He ain't just saying he's doing it. They watch and, and he got and that they're degree. not gonna support either. You yeah. can't expect them to support you, especially the ones you grow up with and grew up around. Yeah. Some do, some don't, some halfway. But you just that tunnel. Keep going because you're going to get there. Sometimes you got to be that self. I saw a motivational clip, I guess, years ago. Mark and Jordan, some other famous athletes, we were talking about you have to be a little selfish to focus on you and what you're trying to accomplish because you can get distracted by everybody else. And then you think about when you're on your journey, you start realizing like, it is a little true to that type of selfishness to be that focus on what you need to do to get there yeah. and you might meet the ones that you need to be your avengers to help you get there and get further but some might fall by the wayside they might not see what you see yeah but god may give it to you and you're like you know what oh well i know it's right there and i'm gonna touch it soon mm-hmm. when i do we all gonna be good yeah and you then you might appreciate why well, i see i see why he's like i ain't I ain't got time for all that. I ain't got time for that. I'm doing this right here because I see what this about to do, that tree I'm about to plant, and all the branches are going to do to help whatever. Do whatever. Yeah. Rejection is God's protection. That's true. Well, well I hope you have any last words for the season finale. Um, no, not really. I think I. <laughs> I think I said, said enough. <laughs> yeah, I've learned enough to add to your title. You know, people be a little stingy with their stuff. But I ain't saying no names, Kiara. <laughs> <laughs> so we hope y'all join. Enjoy the season 10 finale. Season 11 premieres tomorrow night at 7. I want to humbly thank Mona Lisa Lyrics, my entrepreneur, dadpreneur sponsor. 
Soon to be author, singer, songwriter, and journey of ascension with Poise Healy and Jury CEO Kiara Chapman for sharing her story and her services. And if someone's trying to go in this field, they get a glimpse of it. And being always awesome with the advice she gave me. I appreciate you for doing the show. Thank you. I appreciate you for having me. I no problem. And we're gonna definitely gonna collab on some music because you know, I'm gonna have to check this stuff out, you know. See how dope it is, you know. Oh yeah, for sure. I'll Appreciate even send you a couple of songs that are unreleased that so you I'll can get a so you can get a feel of how I am now. My, oh, my okay. project. All right. <laughs> I got a few things I worked on for the third album. Let you check out. Like this, this boy growing with this thing. Like I was here, but now I'm like here. Right. Here. <laughs> like, they ain't even ready for like it's gonna change their life. They don't even understand. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, but if you like, you can stay backstage after I close it out. We we'll chop it up for a minute. Hope everybody enjoy the rest of the night. Gonna play this amazing outro, Detroit Love, on my first album, Jelly Experience. Second album, Jelly World, out as well. Books and all that good stuff. Check it out. Have a great night, everybody. Till next time.